surviving is a choice. Make yours. I'm into survival. What, 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 what's up survivors? Welcome to D180. Come for the horror, stay for a ride. With AJ, John A and Brittany. I have never been much of the pranker. I would like to think I am. I have been pranked before and I really don't even know if it's really considered a prank in my situation. Long story short, um, my house got egged but a lot of people's houses get egged. And I might've brought this up before, I'm not sure. But we kind of knew who it was. It was a group of boys and the guy I was dating at the time was involved. But I was like, no, cause if it is them, why would they egg my house? But that's exactly why they egged my house because they was like, if we don't, they're gonna think something's up if we egged all the girls' houses except hers and you're the only one that's dating her. So I don't know if that's considered a prank or not, but it happened and it was a thing. Seems like a legit reason. I didn't do anything. I mean, I guess you don't have to do anything to get pranked, but I'm just like, yeah, you just gotta I mean, exist. How did yeah. I get brought into this? Because you were alive. Yeah. That works for me. Make it right. That don't make it right. It doesn't have to make it right. It's a lot wrong. of things don't make sense. So you the prankster? For me? No. I yes. yes, I am. Sorry, listen. I have this running theme where sometimes you won't really, you know, peg me as the prankster, but when I choose to do it, I'm so serious about it because I allow myself to be as playful as I normally am. So you have no choice but to believe me because I'm always laughing, anyways. So if I start bust out laughing, you're like, oh, it's just normal Brittany being Brittany. Like I told my cousin, I hit her car. And mind you, my cousin has a beamer. She really loves that fucking car. And so one day I just ran in the house and I was fucking laughing about it. And I was like, man, I said, I'm so sorry. I hit your car. Jesus. And she was like, what's that fucking playing with me? And then she ran outside. And then her poor Jose, he was just standing there and he refused to acknowledge the fact that I was doing shit. Like right. he just shook his head like I'm I'm not in this. And that should have told her that I was playing because he would have said something. Right. No, he, he wouldn't have because it's me. But he just shook his head and she ran off she's like you hit my car and she's like i can't fucking stand you Brittany." see you know what now that i think about it i am the type like i can i don't i don't pull like pranks but i can keep a joke going like i love to like pull just little jokes on people i guess i don't really think it's considered a prank like it's some of my prank. employees like, sometimes when I call them into my office, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I need you to sign this letter. We're going to terminate you today. And I'm like, no, I'm just playing. No, I actually. I Girl, that's pranking. That's off. a hard prank. I do that to them a lot. No, I will say I do that. But I, I just feel like it's just funny. Or like um, there, <laughs> there was this one time um, during a workshop that I was teaching one of them was asking a question, but she speaks very mousy, but I think she do it on purpose. It's part of her personality, but it's hard to explain. But anyway, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Your question was just boring me and I kind of zoned out. Can you ask me that again? 
was totally playing. I told her I was playing, but she, for like the next week, she was a little terrified of me, but I told her I was kidding. It was just a joke. Damn. I, I do I that type of stuff. I know I call you a light-skinned devil for when I be playing, but you really might actually be a light-skinned I mean, devil. apparently at my job, I am the scariest manager, and I just... I could see that. You are a light-skinned devil, and it's okay. Well, that's crazy. I, where do y'all get this light skin from? Do you not see the brown? Do you, do you not see it? I should pull a John May and lift my shirt. but I, I want to tell you, I could pull off my glasses okay. and you would still be light skinned. Y'all, I can't see far away. So if I pulled off my glasses, the fact that she's light skinned would still shine through. Like her blob that she made would be light skinned. <laughs> Ma'am, no. <laughs> so moving on for our last movie in our April theme. Get in, loser. Every movie this month has the word don't in it. And like I said, you'd be so surprised by how many movies actually have the word don't in them. What you'd not be surprised about? Riding with us on our socials at D180 Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Email us at destination180podcast at gmail.com. All links can be found in the show notes below. So for today's ride, early you heard us talking about pranks. So we're going to dive into 2016's Don't Hang Up. First of all, why the fuck on these notes? I got 1916. What is that? Yeah, I saw that and I was just like, oh, okay. This movie is currently, well, I don't know, because one day it was on Tubi and then the next day I went back and it wasn't there. So I don't know. But it's also streaming on Pluto. And, you know, if you uh, know some other little places you can watch it, then, you know. Yeah. So you said Tubi and Pluto. It's also streaming on Freebie, Peacock, Plus. Oh, I did see that. And I then the first of all, channel app. you need to be more respectful and say Prime. Don't you be saying Freebie. Don't you do that. You because tell them it, it's that. Not, it's not Prime. No, we gonna call it by its true name. I'm not gonna call it Prime, Prime video. it's not Prime. That's not Prime, Prime video. Videos. Prime video not and both Freebie of y'all getting triggered by this. Things. Prime video. Cause you no. can click. I went through Prime video to watch it. I use my Prime app. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch Freebie it on that one. Is a part of Prime. There we go. However, I let you talk yourself it into that. Not it's Prime a part of Prime, video. huh? It's a part of Prime. So what is it? It's Prime at the end of the day. Because they own it. The Amazon Shell Company owns it. So the it's Prime. Freebie is still a separate entity. It's still Prime, though, at the end of the day. So we're going to call Hulu Disney Plus? Might as fucking well say it's Disney Corporation because it we is. We're going to call ESPN Disney Plus too. Actually, yeah. yeah, because you can get all the good yeah. shit on Disney Plus if you're in any okay. other country but America. Now, okay. it's your fault for choosing to engage with me because normally okay. you ignore me. But since you want to, I'm ready. Prime. And when they go to it and can't find it, they're going to come for your ass. Okay, moving on. It the triggers in this movie. Suicide, <laughs> child death, murder, and annoying white teens. Move! Oh, the last one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Males, to be specific. That was all annoying. But we move. The thing about it is, this was a real random watch for me. Um, 
I don't know. I think I've come to learn this about myself, but I guess it's just because of our age. I really like 2010 era movies. But like I said, it's probably because like this is where we live. You know what I mean? But um, I think I had to have watched this on Netflix, though, before this was before Netflix was what it is now when Netflix actually had good horror movies. They do it every now and then, but you know how Netflix, Netflix is hit or miss with the horror section. Are you guiding me right now? I'm so sorry. I'm having, my ADHD is winning. It's winning hard. Great, okay. I didn't know if you need to say something. That's why I was like, oh my bad. Okay, good. Um, Netflix, their horror section is hit or miss now. Then you can always find something good. I feel like you can find something now, but with the cover art and all that shit, be throwing stuff off because it'd be irrelevant cover art. But I'm going off on a tangent. I watched this and I was like, damn, this is a fun little watch. Like when I first watched it personally, I didn't see like it coming. But I had a good time watching it, so, you know. I just want to refute one thing you said. You really can't find shit on Netflix right now. This is a Netflix original. They really not trying to keep shit Yeah, it's just, they not. It's like, like, right now, as of this date of recording, April 13th, they do have some um, nice little titles, like mainstream titles. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But if you're looking for the real good cuts... It kind of sucks for them, though, because it, due to the streaming wars, a lot of these brands are taking their stuff Mm -hmm. back, so you're not going to be able to find stuff on Netflix like how you used to. Yep, that's exactly it. I miss the good days. Okay. I just want to let y'all know, I watched it because I had to. Jose passed a message through me. Um, He's asleep right now. He sleep right now, but he channeled it into me right now and said, this movie sucks. Um, oh, shit. Here we go again. I just wanted to pass that spirit message on. But yeah, this is why I watched it. I watched it with Jose. Um, this was my first watch as well. I had never heard of this movie before. <laughs> Park Recommendations. So this movie reminds me of a few other movies. Um, just the whole thing with the phone calling and things like that. It reminds me of Saw 2004, like the very first one. But also, the little bromance between Brady and Sam definitely gave me Rod and Jesse vibes. Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, if you know, you know. But then, just to knock some more out, Unfriended 2014, niggas is getting a revenge. Um, The final, 2010, I don't want to give anything away, but if you like that, you'll definitely, no, if you like this, you'll definitely like the final 2010. And then my last one would be Stitches, because once again, niggas is getting their revenge. You can check out our episode on that back last March when we did March of the Clowns. So this was- The trauma. Yeah, you, you, I'm so sorry, John A. Normally, I don't be like, I'm sorry, but I really didn't know you was afraid of clowns like that. I had nothing to do with that. It was just me speaking on, I didn't know. I felt so bad listening to your silence. I was like, oh, she really ain't for this. (laughs) She really ain't for this at all. The way I had to carry them episodes, (laughs) it was 
And, and like, I knew, like, we agreed to this. We agreed that I would do the entire month. So I knew this. But it was just, like, I really had to, like, talk to myself. Yeah, you did. It was, like, me talking to myself in my head. It was because John A was, like, I'm not, I'm not for this shit. You know what? Another thing I'm not for, the movie I'm going to recommend. Not because it's a bad movie, but because I refuse to watch it again. Um, it's it? 2013's The Den. <gasps> I liked, okay. Well, okay. I feel, okay, I I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, I did see that one. Movies like that tend to surprise, surprise survivors. Yeah, movies like The Den will fuck with me because I feel immersed in it. So found footage is like the the way to get me. Like if you actually want to find a movie that I don't laugh at, toss the found footage in there, and then you're like, oh, Brittany might actually be scared of this one because. I end up being like really engrossed in the film and I'd be like, oh, what the fuck's around that corner? Oh my God, it's somebody there. And then I'm scared. So the Dan did it for me. Survivors, if you have any park recommendations that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter or in our DMs. Don't Hang Up was directed by Alex Wajbra, Damian Massey, written by Joe Johnson, produced by Lori C, Jason N, Roman P, Oliver P, Farrah A, Alexis W. and Damon M. Cinematography by Nat Hill. This movie has a lot of sweeping one-take shots, and y'all know me. I'm a sucker for those. Definitely love those. Um, edited by Carmilla Iandoli. Music by Alexki Aubrey Carlson. For our main cast, we have Greg Sulkin as Sam Fuller. We have Garrett Clayton as Brady Mannion. That motherfucker looked like a knockoff Zac Efron. Well, it makes sense because he was in his Disney bag. He was very on much so. Teen Beach movie, mm-hmm. and a main character in Teen Beach movie at that. And Teen then I just Beach I feel movie? like he was perfectly casted for this part because he looks like a fucking Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and that's um, another mm-hmm. thing I will give this movie. I should have um, looked to see who the casting director was because I feel like, as far well, we only have like two main characters but those two main characters i feel like they were casted very well as far as fitting in that role even our other characters like um peyton gray who was played by bella dane or um roy prank monkey 69 played by edward killing back and the other friend jack brett anderson who plays jeff mosley like even their characters perfectly fit their mood even though they're not in it too long and i do have reservations about that so peyton Um, she was in this obscure show that I watched on AMC that only had two seasons, which broke my heart, but it was called Humans. Humans? What's it about? It's kind of like Black Mirror, but not really, besides the, there's no anthology, but you're living in this world where you have robots for companions, um, nannies, all that type of stuff. This is like your must-have gadget, right? Like this, this is your you can do make it do whatever you need, whatever you want. And so these robotic servants end up becoming so realistic to humans that they actually actually kind of like turn into humans and get their own consciousness and all types of stuff. It was kind of crazy. So kind of like um, the Haley Joe Osment movie AI. I haven't seen that. So, girl, don't watch that shit. You know it's Haley Joe Osment. You know it's traumatizing. Wait, with um, Gigolo Joe? 
I love that movie. I did cry in it. But um, no, I was gonna say that that show. I haven't seen it. It sounds like it was based off of an anime I like called Chobits. It um, could be. It was a it was a it was a good show. I loved it. It's only two seasons. Made me sad. Did they leave y'all on the cliffhanger? Um, I actually don't remember. You don't remember? Yeah, that okay. was back in like 2018. I feel it. Yeah. You know what? I I don't blame anybody for not remembering anything past 2020 because we all remember summer 2016 though, but <sighs> well, years. But anyway, Sienna Gilroy, who plays Mrs. Colbean. Robert Goodman as Larry, Connie Wilkins as Izzy, and Parker Sawyers as Mr. Lee. But the voice of Mr. Lee is actually performed by Philip Desmules. Sorry if I messed up your last name. I didn't mean to, my friend. Okay, let's talk about these posters. So obviously, like I said, this movie, it's one of those deep cuts. Like, it's one of those, like, if you've seen The Pact or if you've seen, oh, I should have put these in my park recommendations. But yeah, if you've seen, like I said, like the final, the pact, or um, I would even say the den, or um, what's that one webcam movie? That's what this is kind of like. So um, our first poster, I'm not a big fan of this bright ass red poster with uh, Mrs. Colbean on it. I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and red posters. I'm normally not the biggest fan of red posters but yeah. it is what it is you know i do kind of like this one okay i like this second one that has mosley bound and gagged and it just has don't hang up on it but i think i like this one because it low-key reminds me of the funny games poster if you know you know i'm not going to traumatize anybody and by anybody i mean myself by reliving it but it reminds me of that poster so i kind of like this one the most i think the next one that just has Sam's face with that little look on his fucking face that he does throughout the whole movie. Don't really care too much for that it. Baby but it does be sitting there looking dumb. Man, but I told you this perp, like it fits. Like that's how they be looking. But you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Unfriended. It does because of the mm -hmm. pixelation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how those people, you people who do like the graphic designs, like you have those type of content pages, y'all, y'all raw for real. But you know how people make like collages with the same color? Like you mm -hmm. can put this poster on Unfriended like right next to each other. Then this last one that has like the half shot of Mr. Lee at the top with Mrs. Colvin at the bottom. But it's like, oh, is this one flip? No, it's not flip. It's the same way. I don't really too much care for this one either. But this one, I don't know. This one reminds me. It reminds okay. me of something I can't think of right yeah. now. Yeah. Like... Ooh, it's right there. I'm looking dead at it. And not Gothica. <laughs> That's not what it reminds me of. But ooh, it's right there. I mean, there. it is similar to Gothica. It's the blue. Yeah, but there's another poster where someone literally in that same like cradle yeah, of the like, position. Mm. I'm literally looking, but I can't. Now, see is it when a stranger calls? See, one but when a stranger calls is um, gold tone. Is it one, one miss call? No, one because it depends on which one you're talking about. Because you know, if you're talking about the remake, it's the faces, the three faces that make the whole face. 
Mm. It's not that one. Mm-mm. And then in the original one, the original one does kind of look like this, but it's like green, green and red. Um, oh, it's gonna come up somewhere, but it's something, some. Oh, I don't know what it is. Is Ashley Benson in it? Is that what it is? In what? It's a movie that she in, and I feel like I see her face on the poster. Hold on, I got to look for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't got any that. ideas. Me either. Yeah, it's this. Okay, no, she's in this movie called Ratter, and the poster does look like it, but um, I don't know if y'all can see it. It's right here. But I don't know if that's the one. It's not, you know, when you figure out what it is and they hit that sweet spot, you be like, yeah, that's it. No, it's not. That one ain't giving me a yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's not giving it to me. But I don't know. It's something. Survivors, if y'all know what it is or if you have a preferred poster, let us know on our IG. But other than that, y'all ready to step up in this queue line? Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. I just love to laugh and giggle with you guys like we're doing right now. And Brittany is choking in the back on mute. So I just want to read off to you guys 16 pranks that someone pulled off that this article thinks are very clever. But we're going to be the judge of that today. So I'm going to start with this first one. I hid one of every pair of shoes in the house. Five minutes before we had to leave somewhere, everyone was frantically searching for their missing shoe and it was hilarious. No, that would have pissed me off. Oh, <laughs> I can't handle shit like that. I'm already lost because I can't find my keys. Don't ask me else. But what if you were the person that pulled the prank though? I wouldn't have remembered where everybody's no. shoes were. Oh no, you would have got your ass beat. That's not my type of prank. <laughs> In a dorm prank war my freshman year of college, I screwed off the shower head, put a couple chicken bouillon cubes inside, put the hair back on, then sprinkled blue jello powder mix into the towels. Next thing I knew, some guy was yelling something about chicken soup and staying blue like a smurf from drying off with his towel. I'm not impressed. I mean, I get the appeal of doing pranks like this, but I don't like them. Because <laughs> why you gotta mess with my appearance? And now why I got to walk around smelling like chicken? Chicken is delicious, though. I'm sorry. You could probably go pull some good suitors smelling like chicken. <laughs> no. Like, can you imagine having, like, a big something that day? Because it's a college campus. Shit be going on. You can have, like, some event, a presentation, and you smell like chicken soup. And, now you, and your skin is stained blue. Okay, well, I'm taking... I would be pissed about the stained blue part. But also that... First of all, my school colors was blue. So if That's I would have went to... if Right. If I would have went to Sparkettes, fucking blue, Tammy would have blew her shit. Okay? We would have had to figure it out. <laughs> I convinced my mom that the more pictures and videos she takes, the heavier her phones get. She cleared out all her pictures and videos immediately. No, that's kind of sad, but funny, cute. Because poor mom, why you do that to her? Okay, well now, now we have the recently deleted. And a lot of our parents don't know about that. So hopefully they didn't delete that. Because if they did, then we got to do a little extra work to get them photos back. And probably Mm -hmm. not all of them. 
But if we delete them, we can just pull them out the recently deleted before 30 days are up. So, you know. <laughs> As a manager who wasn't very familiar with word processing, he left his monitor unattended on April Fool's Day. I went into his settings and programmed the to autocorrect to I am a dumbass. It took him hours trying to avoid the in emails and documents before he finally called the help desk. He laughed about it later, days later. Oh, I would do this. <laughs> I don't like my manager and he that has no technological yeah. inclination. I, I promise you yeah. I would do this shit. And I wouldn't say a single fucking thing. I'd be like, I fix that. And no one I did. Actually, I might do this. Um <laughs> I don't want to give any like clues or hints to anything because I don't know who is gonna listen to this in the future, but yeah, nah. I I I would do this. <laughs> Hell, I might. I'm glad. I'm glad I know about this. Just because I, I work from home. I wouldn't do it to my manager. We cool. But I would do it on one of the computers that, like, the front desk uses. So when they send out emails and our answers. <laughs> I would change it to, like, I wouldn't say it to I am a dumbass. So I would change it to, like, a random word. I don't know. Something no, I crazy. Change it. I would change it I to the most. I wouldn't change it either. Ooh. The most repulsive <laughs> word I could think of. Like the, the phrase that just describes him. And I'd make sure every time he typed the word A. Because you know you can't escape that fucker. <laughs> I have it in there. <laughs> you can't. I don't want you to get around it. I want every time you type it. It come up. And so you have to get IT ITS to come there. Yeah. I filled a bottle of lotion with instant tanning cream and told my sister I found a really good moisturizer she should try. I watched her slather loads of it on her whole left arm and she had to wear long sleeve tops for a week. It was very hot that week. My people shit. Can't relate. Yeah, no. I'm gonna keep my mouth closed, okay? Never mind. Because I'm like... Because it can get you. Because why? You're light-skinned. Okay, oh, no. so I use tanning lotion. That's okay. It's nothing wrong. It's just a oh, little Oh, I didn't bronzer. know you were going to say you used it. I was just saying that you, the sun could affect you. Damn, I wasn't even going there, you know? It's time. literally just it's just a little Fenty Lava. And before the end, it was another product. But I'm not going to say what it is. But it's okay, I mean, okay? Fenty doesn't count. You using Banana Boat? No, ma'am. <laughs> I thought because the shade similarities. That's why I just popped it up. Anyway, we're going to take the spotlight off of me. No pun intended. I pulled a prank on my dad where I left photos of Nicolas Cage everywhere. The kitchen cabinets, the oven, the fridge, toilet seat cover, and his books. I probably ended up printing about 100 Nicolas Cage faces total. Just when my dad thought he found all of them, he was pulling out of the... He was pulling out of the garage and almost had a heart attack when he saw Nicolas Cage in his car camera. I do like these. These are funny to me because if all you got to do is just tape it right here to the camera and it's right there. I like the ones when they do horror ones, when they tape it to the car camera. Nicolas oh, Cage. So do you know how many faces that man has? That's funny. The horror ones, if you want to scare somebody, cool, fine. Yes, I'm all for that. But I just want to see all the other ones, though. They only show you one picture in this, but I want to see the others. I put coffee. 
It probably because I want to see the one that he do in that one movie when he be like, I want to see that one. I know y'all couldn't see me, um, survivors, but it's okay. I feel like y'all probably in y'all head, y'all knew exactly what I was talking about. We had one from the Wicker Man. I'm not gonna say what you seen, but y'all know. Um, and then, fuck, what's the movie? The vampire movie that's gonna come out with the R. Renfield. Thank you. Then Renfield, you know you're gonna make a face in that. It's about to be a meme. That's cute. <laughs> I thought you were showing it to us. I was like, oh, it's cute. Oh, no. It is very cute. Thanks. Can you get one that says Brittany? As a I'm like, I feel like that's probably like a, <laughs> yeah. Like from the gift bags. Oh. It's a straw? No, it's like it goes on your Oh, like damn. A, yeah. I'm, never mind. Just, just ignore me. Mm -mm. I'm weird. I put coffee grounds in the tank of the toilet in my mom's bathroom. Basically, when you flush, the toilet will flush with brown water, which usually is the indication of a burst pipe. I heard the toilet flush and my mom came running out the bathroom in a panic. I let her call my dad. And then when she was about to call the plumber, I finally told her because I felt bad. She thinks it's the best prank I ever pulled on her. Now, me personally, I had to beat your ass. Because why are you playing like that? I would do that to Brandon. And he would probably get so mad because he already complains that I used a lot of toilet paper. I don't think I use a lot of toilet paper. He just uses wipes and just doesn't use toilet paper, period. Yeah. And so I also like to put like the little blue little things, the little blue toilet tank mm -hmm. things in the little tank. And so he's used to the water turning blue whenever I come to the house. So if it turns brown one day, that shit can't work for me. Jose knows about plumbing. He studied it. Um, I'd be fucked. I would be very, very well cussed out. Very well cussed out. Once I stole all of my best friend's clothes and replaced them with empty toilet paper rolls. If it weren't for the toilet paper rolls, all of his drawers would have been bare. This one, I had to read it a few times to understand it. And I'm just like, I just feel like you just put toilet paper rolls in their drawers. I don't know what the point of this one was. I don't know either, but I feel like that's a waste because what did you do with all of the toilet paper itself? Maybe yeah. they saved it. They were very forward thinking. They oh, like I finished, yeah. They just saved the rolls. Was just saving the rolls. This was okay. a long, they're thinking long game. I kept this for that's a while. Dumb. Yes, but dedication, nonetheless. I really had an unflattering picture of my mom making a very weird face. So I had put it on customized M&Ms and then put them out at a bowl at the, my friend's party. And my family, no. So I had put it on customized M&Ms and put them out in a bowl at a family friend's party. I don't know about a family friend's, but our family, sure. I do this to Sabrina. Yes. I wouldn't do it to my mom. My mom would not talk to me for some years. <laughs> okay. Pisces mom. If y'all got a Pisces mom, y'all know. No, nah, right. Sabrina, Sabrina called me a forever student for everybody she fucking talks to. She'd be like, she's in school for so long because she loves it. Oh, she deserves this. 
I don't love school, Sabrina. I don't know why you keep telling people this. People mm-hmm. I ain't talked to in years have come tell me that, oh, your mama said that you're in school forever because you love it and you're going to be a student forever. Ma'am, what? No. She would get this. I changed my iPhone's name to Hot Cheese and airdrop random people pictures of Guy Fieri in my classes at college. It would have been a pic of Guy and say, Hot Cheese would like to airdrop this to you. Everyone was so confused and thought it was like somebody from the class next door. Now, I don't know if you remember, John Nabel, when we were at BRT and I got that airdrop picture. <laughs> I'm sorry, airdrops, airdrops are always funny. Getting <laughs> like getting random airdrops is forever funny <laughs> because it's watching the people react to getting the air job that's hilarious. Cause this is how it goes. They get the, some of them be already be on their phone. Then they get the air drop and they make the face. And then all of a sudden they start looking around and they trying to see if somebody looking at them. But <laughs> you gotta be good at your hands, but you can't be too obvious when you're watching the people. But I love a good- I love air random air drops. They're yes, fun. I love a good air drop. <laughs> My brother do that shit to people and I find it so funny. We were out to eat when I went to visit him in Texas. And he was just sitting there while we were eating, just airdropping the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> I use Google Voice to make my friends and family believe we are being spammed by a fake dating site for people who love llamas. It was called Llama Lovers. I sent text updates for blog posts, single mixers, and even a special music event. Anytime they were given a prompt to cancel their services, I would thank them for upgrading services instead and send more texts more frequently. First off, that's a lot of work, but also this saying. is this is like what in the Carl Weezer? Do y'all know who that is? Did y'all watch Jimmy Neutron? Don't tell he, me y'all was in Nickelodeon Kids. No, I did watch Jimmy Neutron, but I don't remember Carl Weezer. Oh no, I did. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Carl. yeah, Carl. Okay, I could I could cut my shit back yeah. on now. Yes, Jimmy's mom. He did love llamas. Yeah. He loved llamas. He did. I would yeah, do shit like this. That's too much. I can't do all that. No. Like when we was in when we was in quarantine, I could have did some stuff like this. But then it's also like, we really gonna invest that much time in this? My yeah, ADHD so gives me superpowers. I would definitely keep doing that. <laughs> I'll be hyper fixated on just doing it every time it came across. No, I would. I would do it. I filled an empty orange juice container with water and mac and cheese powder. Two people fell for it. I get why people do this. I would still be pissed off. I would be so pissed tasting that. Especially if they didn't like stir it and like mix it all the way and you get like those little bouts of powder. Like that, eek. In college, my roommate was obsessed with Dairy Queen. So I photoshopped screenshots of our school's online news articles from Facebook saying a Dairy Queen was opening near us. She took it very seriously and started telling family and friends. And after a few weeks, we sat her down and told her it was fake. She cried because she was so disappointed. I had to find a Dairy Queen and buy her ice cream cone so she would forgive me. Once again, like good prank. But for it to be just for one person is a lot. Now, this was like supposed to be like, if I'm in high school and I put this on the school's Facebook that the school was closed. The fact that you like Dairy Queen, I'm much crying over it. My God. 
Have you not ever heard? Even though I don't agree, Chipotle is my life. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I know a few places, not Chipotle. I know a few places that like, I would cry if they took them away from me. Okay, I can't lie. I did cry. Yeah, see, when I was they about took, to say, I was like, how, no. However, it was not a chain. It was one store. It was a store in Baltimore. Um, they were uh, like a delicatessen bakery pastry place. And they were known, their claim to fame was that they were the originators of the tiramisu. Girl, it was the best tiramisu I have tasted in my life. I remember after, I think after we um, we made the team, I drove up to Baltimore and got the tiramisu and took it back to As my auntie house. So like one day I had the time, I was in Baltimore, I drove around there to go get my tiramisu and it was closed and I cried. I was so sad. I made a whole snap rant about it. It, it was closed down or closed 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 forever it's no longer in business they are gone and it was a it was like a family-owned um establishment so sad the best when i say the best tiramisu and tiramisu is my favorite dessert the best tiramisu that i've had in my life listen i got a story similar to that so we used to have a damn cold stone here and my favorite thing to get was cookie, don't you want some? I have an issue. I can't switch out of like when I like something, I get the same thing. I feel you. Like you see me with the chocolate cake. I refuse to get anything but that chocolate cake and I right. always craved it. So I got it and I would always drive like from Starkville, from Columbus to Starkville to get it. They closed Cold Stone down. Mm-hmm. I was so, there's still some in existence and whenever I find it, I go to them. I was so fucking heartbroken. And they put a new ice cream store here, but it's not as good as Cold Stone. It'd be trying, but it, it don't. Well, Coast, I'm sorry, Strange Brew. Well, I mean, to make you feel better, any other city that you go to more than likely had to call up to them. Y- y'all got one? Yeah, we got lots of them. Whenever I come up there, will y'all take me to Cold Stone? Yeah, it's a major chain, boo. I'm just out listening. I'm just asking. We got y'all on recording. Please take me to Coldstone. Shit, they probably got one in Ordeezy. You're not going to take me to Coldstone? Who you talking to, Johnny? You? What you say? I didn't say anything. You don't have anything recorded for me. <laughs> Well, that's why you wouldn't say that. So you say you're not gonna take me to Coastal? I don't eat that. I didn't ask. I said, are you gonna take me? Why are would you I take, take you Brittany? and I don't eat it? And I don't know nothing about it. Because we're friends. But that would not be the best experience with me because I lactose intolerant. That I was don't eat dairy. Me in a past life when I was a teenager. Even then, then, I really ain't go there like that. That was like a place you, like for me personally, that was a place like you went like literally once every now and then for me personally. But there is one up the street for me. Shaquille worked at Cold Stone when we was in high school. And I would purposely go and put change in a little thing and give him a tip so he had to sing and dance. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. I got a universal remote and would secretly turn the TV on and off and change channels during class. Teachers will always be so confused. 
First of all, that's funny because it was this dude on TikTok. He was mad. Um, I can't remember what happened to his TV, but he was mad that he couldn't watch TV. So he took his universal remote and just walked down the street and was just turning off people's TV and changing the channels on their stuff. That's funny. I do Especially think when you be confused and you don't know what's going on. I do think that's funny because I've seen people say that they would like take the remote like if they was to steal one thing from one person's house they would take the remote and like drive by and like change channels and stuff so i'm driving bad <laughs> i put soy sauce and milk and told my mom it was chocolate milk she that was mean it. first of all that's that's, a, that's not even whooping, but also okay. that's not even gonna give you the same color payoff they had to, i don't i don't know what the ratio was they should have showed evidence but mm. and also mm. when that whiff that you get before you drink it that should oh my god that should have tipped her off i didn't know my mom was a teacher at my high school and other students were constantly asking me for test answers even though i had no access to them one guy who always insisted i had access to the test answers told me my mom was giving out a multiple choice test and asked if i can give him the test answers I told him I could, and a few days later, gave him the answer key. Truth, I was just, mm -mm. truth was, I just typed a bunch of A, B, C, and Ds on a paper, to, and yeah. Truth was, I just typed a bunch of A, B, C, and Ds on the paper and did my best to make it look legit. He saw me in the hall later after the test and said, hey, thanks, and winked. I replied, yeah, I made all those answers up. You probably failed. His face dropped quick. I told my mom later. She laughed. He did fail. Don't cheat kids. I got a story. Uh -oh. So so there was this person who I used to talk to who was this fuck nigga, all right? He also was light-skinned. AJ. And so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I only have the correlation to being light-skinned. That's it. I had to throw that in there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you and your banana boat. No, but, because I feel like now you're throwing shade at her because you got trauma from a light skin nigga. Right, okay, because now that's why, like, that's why you treat me the way you treat me. I ain't even doing that. Oh wait, no, but never mind. I can't say that because never mind. That's clearly not. That's not it. That's not it. That that was Jose's best friend. Um, <laughs> take that out later. So, with that, um. What happened? I lost it. Yes. So he had this assignment that was doing. He used to ask for my help to do his assignments. I failed him on his assignment because he pissed me off. Ooh. I was like, sure. And I turned it in for him and he failed. I never got um, asked again. You don't ask for my help without trying to pay me. I'm not stupid. You can't suck a can of oil. But survivors, let us know what your results were on our Twitter or in the DMs. The, what results? You go down. Oh, shit. I guess you're right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into 2016's Don't Hang Up. Hello? This is Cobine. This is the police, ma'am. You need to listen to me. We have your what? house surrounded. What? Keep your lights off. Stay where you are. There is a man inside your house. Oh my God, my daughter. I need you to stay where you are. Listen, listen to me. Don't hang up. I'm very sorry to inform you that you've been pranked. 
Click me some likes and let's make this go viral! Are you having fun? It's all one big joke to you, isn't it? These phone calls you make. Dude, just give it up already. We're done with you. We're just getting started, Brady. Your night is about to get exciting and no matter what, don't hang up. I have to get back. You guys are busy, apparently. So that was a lovely Miss Peyton, was it? Look, I don't know who the hell you are, but this has gone on long enough, right? I'm hanging up for good. Go ahead. But he prepared to reap the consequences. Holy shit. My parents. Tonight, you get to decide who lives and who dies. Call 911 and they'll get to this guy before he could do anything. Afraid it's not gonna be that easy. Oh, you can walk out the door anytime you want, but everyone else dies. This guy's doing all of this for a reason, man, and we have to figure out what it is. <laughs> Did you know he went after Peyton? I'll let her go if you kill Brady. Time to decide what's more important, yourself or the people you love. Sorry, boys, you've been pranked. Um, for me personally, this trailer was kind of long. I feel like it would have been a little bit sweeter if it was shorter. To sit here and have a movie that's relatively short and then have over a two-minute trailer is excessive. Um, we've watched long trailers before. This one wasn't bad to me. I actually thought it was kind of okay. Well, I know we've had long trailers, but the movie's short. You yeah. think you want to make it like a bite-sized little trailer instead of having the full thing? Like, they could have just Yeah, stopped. just give me a minute trailer, yeah. And then, then it was, like, some parts that I wish were in the trailer that weren't. Like, that one part in the movie where it does a hush little baby... I wish that was in the trailer, but it wasn't. But also, I don't know, because I feel like in another trailer, I probably wouldn't have liked that. I don't know. Who knows what I want? I do like that they used his voice, because his voice was very, like, eerie. Yeah. I like the fact the they did the... Vibes. It gave you the fact, like, the, the phone shots. And if they would have just kept those, dropped the beginning, and just had that little chunk. And even if we would have seen, like, the parents in the chair all tied up and shit, like, kept yeah. cutting, we wouldn't have known what the fuck happened. Yeah. They could have just gave us that little bit. And I'd yeah. have been good. You know what? This is not, but it's damn near, like, Ghostface, like, Scream. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the phone call and everything. Now, I wouldn't take it any further than that. But now, I don't know why that's just now hitting me. Because, I mean, you got, you got somebody calling them that knows shit about them, and that's coming after they ass, I mean. Yeah, this is you true. Know? I ain't gonna yeah. hold you. I got a thing for voices, and I like Ghostface voice. Oh, you like Roger L. Jackson? I really do like them voices. I'd be like, oh, I this sounds it. good. At 3.23 a.m., Mrs. Colvin gets a call from the police saying the house has been surrounded. 
Potentially two suspects are around or in her home. They instruct her to barricade herself inside of her room for safety. However, this means that she can't protect her daughter, who's in her own room, defenseless. The situation gets deep when the police says her daughter has been abducted, sending Mrs. Colvin into a Superman mom mode, throwing the dresser from the front of the door onto the floor. Her phone slides right under the bed, and of course, like fucking Jodie Foster in the panic room, she can't reach her phone, and she goes off to save her daughter, but she doesn't hear teenagers Brady Mannion, Sam Fuller, Jeff Mosley, and Roy, aka Prank Monkey 69, say it's all a prank call for the internet. The video of the prank call goes viral, creating a growing fandom for the group. I look, I got an issue. Yeah. So even with things that go viral, when there's always something, this is this is a huge ass spoiler. If there's something that's big that happens because of it, motherfuckers always tell you. Like it is not there is somebody in the comments, somebody don't fucking stitch it. You know, I've been on TikTok now that I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> not the girl. <laughs> Talking about stitches. Girl. somebody don't did some shit with it where you don't find out this shit happened so it is very hard for right. me to believe that they don't live their whole lives for however many months over six and not known shit happened yeah it's and you so know hard I'm, I'm not gonna hold you i was thinking that too i was just like given what we know about the situation how how wouldn't they know how would y'all not know y'all was the cause of this and either like, way go they would attract them Mm-hmm. I think that it's very plausible that they did not know because white people be living in their landed delusions and don't take you are absolutely for shit. correct and I will I and you are absolutely correct not only that um there really was no proof that there was a prank call like Yes, there's proof from the boy's standpoint, but they can't prove who they called. Yeah. And then... I mean... From, like, the phone records? No? But but also, yes, from the the phone records... Is the helicopter loud in the back? No. Okay, great. I'm sorry. Yes, from the phone records, but from the victim's point of view, how do they know that that's what caused... That. the actual event yeah okay i feel that I so feel that's that. what that's what i mean yeah. by like how that's not yeah really you could have gotten a prank call but we don't know if like that was even the reason. like yes you, you got a call been, but yeah. like i mean don't know what the call says but you killed your child and then you killed yourself so mm-hmm. it's random as shit okay i can say that But also, these look like the exact type of boys I don't want on my TL, personally. And also, I feel like if you're doing this type of content, you got to have a whole alias. Like, you can't be out here full face. Y'all got y'all names on y'all channel, just all out in the open, like, taping where y'all going on a daily. And that's the other thing about being, like, a content creator these days. Not that I'm against it or anything. I love it. 
Um, but I'm saying like, you do got to be careful with that because like you taping all these common places that you're going, people start remembering that stuff, you know, and they looking for you to be there. That's why we always say when you upload and stuff, upload it when you leave. Do I do that all the time? No, because sometimes I'll be lit and I'll be having fun. But the point is, this is the outcome, this shit right here. So I'll do that for Snapchat. I'll upload in real time on Snapchat, Instagram. I got to filter it. Because Instagram is the general public and that also is connected to my Facebook. So I got to I got to keep cute. Um, so, yeah, but this is definitely a whole thing because there was a time when a lot of those influencers had to keep moving every year, yep. six months, yep. two years, because people were finding out where they lived. But then it was also weird because it was like you have people who knew where they lived because they possibly lived in the same building. Yeah. And be putting it in the comments on YouTube. And it's yep. just like what or do like you be popping get up out of like that? when they go to Target, like y'all doing all these everyday errands and people popping up on y'all there. Then remember the era of house tours? And yes. I'm like, even that in itself, like doing a room tour at a hotel or that's like, different. that's different. Because like I said, you can post it once you leave. That's fine. But where you're actually laying your head every night. And then that's that's not good from a from a spooky bitch standpoint either. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mapping out exactly how the inside of your house looks yeah you're gonna know how two rooms in my house look two mm-hmm. and that's not even a full like you know the whole room layout you just like you just know this fucking wall when you see it. you be like oh this is the same wall she's always in. you ain't gonna learn like three other ones now no, i do one. appreciate when you they do the apartment tours like when they're trying to figure out what apartment that they want yeah sure those are fine right. but then just don't tell or post yeah. The one that right. you actually end up living at. And even if you do, like Brittany said, confine it to one area mm-hmm. that like you would do majority of your content in. Like a lot of the girlies do, like they might do it up in their living room and it's just that one little corner. Or the people who do like video content, like horror movies and stuff, they might be in front of their DVD wall. Shit, because you know the girls on Lipstick Alley, they will surely be out on you. Them book talk motherfuckers, they be literally they wall of books, and that's all you ever see is they wall of books. A white van rolls in as a one-shot tape sweeps through the room, finding Sam going through his laptop, looking at pictures and little memos of his ex-girlfriend Peyton as Aunt Sharon plays. The two start chatting when Sam gets a friend request from someone named Izzy, but ignores it. During this, someone enters through the back door, but it's only Brady being an asshole. The picture of Brady grabbing Peyton's titties. And honestly, when I seen Brady, immediately no. Immediately no. Like I said, he's perfectly like his whole, he looks like a fucking Brady. And homeboy who plays Brady literally fit the role. Cause I was just like, ooh, like you, mm, no. And why the back door don't got no lock on it? Right, you just what? I actually, I got a bone. I got a bone to pick Mm -hmm. about this. Oh my god, why is my? Sorry, my phone started like typing out everything that I was saying. Um, I don't like the fact that at one point, as you see, there was no lock on the door. Later on, there's a lock on the door. Lock on the door because he grabs the keys. Mm -hmm. Then it goes back 
to there not being a lock on the door. Ooh. They got confused. I ain't like that. Mm. I do like in this scene, though, when he's um, looking at the pictures of him and Peyton and then Brady comes and fucks up the mood. I do like that the song was actually playing like he really was listening to it. Did you guys notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, usually in movies, like when the scare happens, the music just stops or whatever. So now Sam dumped and alone at home for the weekend. Brady decides, you know, let's just the two of us make some phone, make some prank phone calls and just hang out. Sam doesn't really want to, but Brady jumps things off by ordering a pizza for Sam's neighbor, Larry. Despite being a little upset about the prank. We'll talk about that later. Sam decides to join Brady on other prank calls until a man calls the boys, calling them out for what they find entertaining. But Brady hangs up on him. Turns out Jeff is the one to deliver the pizza to Larry. And thanks to Brady calling him and claiming that teens are posing as delivery drivers and robbing people, Larry threatens Jeff with a bat running him away off his property. Them kids play too fucking much. Too fucking much. I got I another. Get, oh, go ahead. I get motherfuckers making a prank call or whatever. Like, kids do this shit. Mm. But when you start, like, trying to, like, hurt somebody or get somebody hurt, like, that's a fucking problem. If you know you finna call a grown-ass person and tell them that someone's gonna rob them and they're posing as this, you know their first instinct is gonna be to want to defend themselves. They're not gonna call the police. They're going to take action. Yeah. And then Lord forbid if the motherfuckers in Florida, they're going to shoot them. Right. Okay. Like, don't put nobody's life on the line like that. Yeah. Because see, like, like I said, like ordering the pizza to someone's house that didn't order a pizza. Okay, that's funny. That's cute. But doing the most, he really could have got hurt. And on the job, anything could have happened to that little Beamer. That's a cute little delivery car. But it's a lot. Also, Brittany, I don't know if you clocked this. I have wrote this note just for you. So when like Jeff comes over, because he sees them, he sees Brady and Sam taping out of the window and he instantly knows that it was them. So he comes across the street and he's banging on the door talking about let him in, let him in. But um, he was just talking about like how this encounter was fucked up. And did you notice when Brady was like, your skinny ass ain't gonna knock nobody out. That shit was funny as fuck to me when he said it. Oh, you thought it was funny. <laughs> you know who it made me think of? And I was wondering, did you feel this way? Money. Uh-oh. Because he did the fucking cultural appropriation. Yep. Yes. That's why I was like, it clicked. Look, you saw, you literally saw it click in Britney's head. <laughs> like, I, I also got another bone to pick about fucking doors. Because why they front door don't got a knob? But Is it the handle one? There was no handle either. There was nothing on this? the door. It was literally just the lock at the top. There was nothing at the bottom. So it only opens from the inside. I, I, I don't know. All yeah. I noticed was that it had the little thing at the the, the top latch uh -huh. when they opened up the door. That's uh -huh. the only thing that was on the door. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm guessing you could open it up yeah. from the outside if you had a key, but it's like there's no handle, there's no knob, nothing. You just got to oh, rely on it. Yeah. Well, you know that. 
I've seen doors like that. That's why I didn't get me because motherfuckers I'm, I have had the they don't. Yeah, that's have why the I'm knob. like, baby. That's why I didn't think twice about because it. Because like. they like having the um, because the knob's easier to break into. That one lock, if you unless you have the key, you not you ain't getting in. I ain't hear nothing you say. I've seen that too. However, I've seen it inside of houses going into the basement. No, Not I've seen it on like front a front doors. door. I've well, you yeah, I'm I'm real real country. I've seen them bitches on front door. <laughs> <laughs> Some motherfuckers have not one but two. <laughs> so after Jeff leaves, Brady tells Sam that he decided to go to the Marines, showing him his new tattoo in Latin for "Always Faithful." Um, shortly after the mysterious man comes back. First of all, ugly. okay, so, okay, let's talk about this right now. Because my thing is, like, so he got uh, Siempre Fio on there. So, I I don't know shit about shit, but I'm just spitballing here. You ain't even get the title yet, so why you maybe not get the tattoo yet? That's like them girls that don't, don't quote, quote, know no better. And they take those sorority pics. And they ain't nothing yet. That's how I feel about it. I don't I don't feel like you should ever get any type of tattoo ever unless you know what the fuck it means. I just I don't think that's a good idea. Then you gotta go through that basic training. And I would feel a type of ways if you ain't even like enlisted you ain't found the paperwork yeah and all of a sudden all i see simplify what the fuck are you doing but also what if you fail basic training and then what yeah it's removed okay that's why i'm just like maybe not get that like you should not have it on there maybe just write it on a piece of paper and put it in your jewelry box at night i don't know um but not a tattoo you shouldn't have that shit in no jewelry box either like that's just- I'm just saying, like, if you just want to give yourself some type of hope of what you want for the future, if that's what keeps you asleep at night, you do you. But a tattoo? That's like me finding a motherfucker who got finer tattooed on them. Baby, I'm going to eat you alive <laughs> and shit you out. I'll be like, what does this mean? <laughs> I'm going to play along for a second. I'm like, Cause you ain't earned shit. I'm going to call everybody in your state. To make sure you don't get through. Oh, damn. (laughs) Shortly after this, the mysterious man calls back, insisting that they do not hang up on him. But of course, Brady does. And the two kick it and continue to watch a movie as the phone rings and rings and rings and rings. Finally, Brady answers his call, this time blogging as he does. This time, the voice identifies himself as Mr. Lee and begins revealing that he knows their names, addresses, and intimate details of their lives and, you know, day-to-day things that they've been doing. And he plans on giving them all the attention they deserve. First of all, Mr. Lee funny as hell. Oh, sir, now is it? Because, yeah, no, Sam tried to pull that shit. Um, I love that level of petty. Yep, I do too. I love that level of petty. Like, oh, it's sir now. Like, you couldn't give me that respect earlier while you was bullshitting. No, nah, keep that same energy. Mm-mm. You want to hang up on me twice? That's why your flag's lovely. I'd have been like, oh, goddamn. First of all, <laughs> nice flag out there. Oh, 
Because first of all, it was just the way that that whole scene unfolded of him like saying her full name, saying her address. Right now, you're at Sam Fuller's house. Excuse me? No, not at all. Ending the call, a knock at the door startles the boys. So before they answer the door, they go ahead and arm themselves with bats, but it's only Peyton delivering their pizza. However... They didn't deliver a pizza, but Peyton also thinks that Sam put this all together to get her to come over. Sam is able to get Peyton alone to talk for about, you know, five quick minutes, but things get weird and she leaves to get back to work. Brady, who was secretly filming the conversation, is now back on the phone with Mr. Lee, who is taking shots at Sam and taunting him about his relationship with Peyton. And again, ends the call with another threat. So in this scene, we find out that Jeff, quote, quote, texted Peyton saying that he was out sick, leaving her with the delivery. So this is why she has to come deliver this pizza that nobody ordered. But my thing is, like, if you didn't order the pizza, why not say that? Like, I feel like they waited way too late to say that they didn't order a pizza. I would have took that free pizza first if it was the one I liked. The anchovies? Not anchovies, but it could have had pineapples. Oh, you don't like that? Oh, I love pineapples. That's why I like oh. it. You would you would gave me that level of, of like, oh, I'm trying to fuck her up. I'd ate the hell out of that pizza. Oh, I see. Jokes on you, bitch. <laughs> but also, I'm just like Brady. Like, really, my dude? You just gonna film them in the hallway like this? He's into voyeurism. Apparently, as we learned. Um, speaking of, after this, once Peyton leaves, like. Take note of how Brady is acting. Actually, just take note of how Brady is acting throughout this entire ordeal, right? But what does it for me is when Brady is asking those details, like, you know, what's going on with Peyton? She ain't saying no, what's going on with her? Oh, okay, cool. Whatever. Let's get back I, to this movie. I knew. I knew he was fucking her. I knew it. I, I can sniff that shit out. I'm like, that ain't no fucking question. You up here with the fucking camera. I'm like, you you just want to watch some shit because you know a motherfucker be like, let's go talk privately for five minutes. It's normally fucking. It's either some hate fucking, some I'm, I'm sorry fucking, let's just get it a little quickie fucking, but it's normally fucking. We really ain't talking about shit. Mr. Lee texts Brady, strongly suggesting that they answer the next call. Because of the wording, the boys think it's Mosley trying mm-mm. I said that right. Because of the wording, the boys think it's Mosley trying to get them back for that prank he pulled, that prank they pulled earlier. Until Mr. Lee sends them images and video footage via pop shot, but they can't decipher the images fully until Mr. Lee calls back, revealing that he's holding Brady's parents hostage and they bet not hang up. But Sam does, recognizing that they're at Brady's house. Sam calls nine one one frantic. But Mr. Lee hijacks their cell phone lines, preventing the boys from actually calling 911. He also takes control of the house's electrical power and has been watching them through a laptop. He tells the boys that they'll have a choice in the outcome of their lives. The fact that he can hear them talking inside the house is fucked. Because this entire time, he's heard every single thing that y'all said. Y'all literally have no type of line of defense. The fact they don't pay the fuck attention, the, they doing shit to people and they just not aware of their surroundings to wonder like this motherfucker can listen to us. Nothing. It's just 
They motherfucker know where you stay at, but you don't think he know what the fuck you doing. But first of all, Mr. Lee ain't had to do that. Mr. Lee is a character. I'm not going to lie to you. He's a bit of a character because he didn't have to fuck with them like that. Yes, he did. I appreciated the fact he fucked with them that hard. He was like, son, I'm going to tell you one more time. Stop using foul language. No, you are exactly right. You don't know nothing about me. And now what you going to say? It's a voice calling me? Yeah. The living room TV taps in and a video feed shows the masked Mr. Lee suffocating Ray or, you know, Prank Monkey 69 to death with a plastic bag tied around his head. Revealing that this was filmed yesterday as a warm up, the boys realize they are in some deep shit. See, oh. that right there would have been why I knew to leave. A warm up? I'd have just left. I'd if you did this yesterday. Like, Roy been missing since yesterday, and we don't know shit. Y'all probably don't fuck with Roy. Roy was the most popular one out of the group, so I can see probably why. There's probably a little jealous. Oh, they was, because remember, earlier, um, Brady, when they were shooting the pranks and they was talking about the ideas, he was like, yeah, we got to tell Roy to get him over here so we can get more followers. They was trying to eat off his plate. That's crazy. Also, once again, Mr. Lee, a character... How many likes do you think Prank Monkey will get for this video? Sir, that man is suffocating. So? <laughs> they probably got a lot of likes, too, just to be honest. Probably got some shares. People Bro, loved... okay. It was like... it's like the they probably people... thought it was a prank. Probably. Oh, no, hell no. People love death. Cause no, then, I um... know that, but I'm saying if he's live streaming it, like, think of, like, this channel of theirs been running for a hot little second. So if they doing all types of stuff like this, you know how some people be doing them type of pranks where they acting like it's happening to them, but it's mm -hmm. on live? Like, you know what I'm saying? So what oh, if people watching this thinking like it's a prank whole time? Really, Like dead stream. Ah, uh, I got what you're saying. We had we just had a case of this shit happening um, in Mississippi. And I forgot what town it was. A motherfucker was on Facebook Live and you, hear, you heard the audio recording of her like sending... Her partner to glory. Ooh. But she claimed that it was an accident. It um yeah, she it would it was a uh, DA situation. Oh. She was the assailant, but she would like he was the assailant. And she got caught on candy camera lying. She in jail. Mr. Lee tells the boys that Jeff is somewhere in the house. So Sam decides to go upstairs. So that Mr. Lee can talk to Brady alone. So he makes Brady an offer to kill Sam in exchange for his parents' freedom. Sam rushes back to Sam rushes to the back door, realizing he's not upstairs, finding Jeff bound with a plastic bag tied to the back of the door. Trying to save him, Jeff dies soon after Sam cuts his necktie loose, revealing that it was serving as a tourniquet because his throat was actually slit. Covering Mosley's body, the boy's phone rings and right on cue, they answer. Sam begs Brady to put it on speaker, but he doesn't. And he only says that they said it's time to decide. And this is exactly where I did not like the fact that there was a lock on the door. Remember at the beginning of the episode? Well, not the beginning of the episode, but the beginning of us telling the ride that he um there was no lock on the door, but now there's a lock on the door. Mm. There's a lock of the... <coughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. 
but shit. There's a lock on the door now. When he has to go and open up the door to get Jeff, there was no, there's no lock. How a lock appear, disappear, appear, disappear. So this was the back door or the front door? The back door. The back door? Mm-hmm. So remember at the beginning when Brady sneaks in to scare um, Sam, he comes, he just opens the door. When you look at the door, all there is is the knob. There's no lock on it. Then when um, Sam goes to open up the door to let Mosley in, he grabs a key and there's a lock on top, not where the handle is, but like a few inches above where the handle is. But later on, when you go to the back door again, there's no lock on the door. Yes, I didn't pay attention that tough. I did, because I was trying to figure out, because I was just like, okay, he's sneaking in. Y'all ain't got no locks in your doors? <laughs> that was my very first thought. <laughs> so at this point, while they're weighing the odds of the situation, trying to figure out what they should do, Mr. Lee decides to be petty, and he goes ahead and just shows them, like, yeah, I got Peyton, too. So what are we doing? I wasn't emotionally invested in anybody in this movie. So I was like, so what? Just walk outside. Just leave. You think they should have just walked out or one of them should have left? Yeah. But then everybody else would have died. So? <laughs> I, I told Jose that I would have been like, they're not my folks. <laughs> Bye. And I would have just left. So after Mr. Lee streams that footage, Sam deduces that Brady and Mr. Lee had a private conversation, leading to a fight between the two, resulting in Brady being knocked unconscious. Mr. Lee shows Sam live footage of Peyton being held prisoner, and he promises to let Peyton go if Sam kills Brady. Sam grabs a knife and restrains Brady by securing his wrist to the banister with some zip ties to, pre to prevent him from leaving. I just feel like... Well, like you said, Brittany, I guess you were saying, like, they should have just left. But at the same time, like, I don't want everybody to die for us. And how we don't know he's not outside, he gonna pop us when we walk outside. Not being funny, but how you don't know they're not dead already? Because I mean, he killed don't. he killed old buddy the day before and showed them the day and made it seem like it was live. I would have been operating true. under the assumption that everybody was dead any fucking ways. And who the fuck am I to play with fate? Um, I'll see you all later. This these aren't my family members, these are yours. I don't think they're alive anyways. Uh, because I ain't been giving no proof of life. Like I need them mm -hmm. singing a, a current song that's playing on the radio right the fuck now with a timestamp from the world clock. Okay. Not not on your phone. I need the actual world clock website where that shit tells me how many babies are being born and all that shit. I need all of that to prove that these motherfuckers are alive. If I ain't got it, I'm walking the fuck out of their door. So you damn right, I'd have been just like Brady getting tied the fuck up, talking about don't leave. Fuck you. I'm gone. The lights shut off again as Sam wanders towards the TV, seeing clips of the captured as he, as a shadow figure stands in the dark outside. First of all, I don't know what it is about this shot, but I do really love it. I think I didn't really peep it at first. He wasn't outside. That nigga was in the house. Or whatever. It don't matter. It was a good shot. And at first, I didn't know if it was, like, really a shadow or if it was, like, a coat or something. It was giving the shape. It was giving Michael Myers. I was living for it. Seeing a random video of a child's image, the name is, mm -mm, 
Seeing a random video of the child's image and the name Izzy leads Sam to check a previously ignored social media friend request. The Izzy account reveals that Mr. Lee had actually been stalking the pranksters for over a year. Sam also finds a video revealing that Brady had been sleeping with Peyton. Sam beats Brady again. First of all, Peyton video three? Video three? So you telling me it's a one and a two? I bet one and two are better than three. First of all, one on probably the other angle. I don't know. But I don't think so because that's probably like 3A. But excuse me? Yeah, he just. First of all, when Sam was scrolling and he read Peyton video number three, Brady started freaking the fuck out in the back. He's like, don't open it, don't open it. He knew. First of all, the thing about it is when you watch Peyton video number three, it's on his birthday. Or at least it's on the same videotape as his birthday. So his video his birthday was in close vicinity of this happening. And it was probably going on before his birthday anyway. Excuse me. I would like to point out this is a crime. A serious like, crime. I didn't say this earlier in my summary, but they have this little saying, brothers for life. Baby, Eskimo brothers for life. Because what the fuck is this? God, I don't I don't understand why you would want to do that. Like, I, I don't. And he was like, don't tell him. You'll fuck yeah. up our, friends, our, our friendship, sir. Sir, what you did friendship? that already. What do you mean? They're I gonna knew blame that picture when you grabbed her titties. I already knew. And she's just laughing. You're what gonna blame her know? talking about she the one that cheated on you. Sir, it takes two to cheat. And it you really were do. you were you were extremely aware. You ain't like the motherfuckers who didn't know. You okay. knew because you're that man's best friend. Right. Yes, that's, that's fucked up. Then the other thing about it is I kind of said this a little bit earlier. But when you watch Peyton video number three, Peyton finds out that she's being recorded herself. She ain't even know. But then she still don't know about the second camera. Girl. Girl. And he had to watch all that. Whew. Anyway, Mr. Lee contacts Sam again. But this time, Sam notices a clock in the background that's off by two hours behind the current time. Mr. Lee asks Sam again what's his decision, and Sam grabs the knife and decides to free Brady. A new video shows up, showing that Mr. Lee has actually already killed Brady's parents after they hung up on him the first time he called. Believing that Peyton is probably dead too, the boys plan for Sam to escape and contact the authorities. However, once Sam is outside, Brady pushes him out and locks the door, staying behind. Sam sees Peyton's delivery beaver, delivery beamer, and also peeps the white surveillance van outside in the rain. Inside, Sam finds all the spy stuff he had been using and Peyton and rescues her. This is a fucking lie. All because he hung up the first time. You just killing niggas' parents. He did tell them not to hang up, so I appreciate the fact he, he keeps his threats. If there's one thing about Mr. Lee, he gonna keep his threats. That was very rude of you to hang up on me. Now your parents did. Damn. And that's why he should have just left in the first place. You see, this is why. You weren't wrong. 
Back in the house, Brady steps over Jeff's covered body to go out the back door. In the backyard, Brady finds Jeff's real body on the swing set. Now Brady realizes that that wasn't Mosley and someone else is hiding in the house. Probably Mr. Lee. And he's right. Mr. Lee catches Brady off guard and attacks him. Sam has Peyton go for help while he looks for Brady inside the house, but he doesn't find him. Following Peyton's screams to the backyard, a masked man lunges at Sam, and in the tussle, Sam stabs him. Spotting the tattoo, the masked man turns out to be Brady, tied up and gagged to look like Mr. Lee so that Sam would kill him by mistake. So earlier I had mentioned like this little sound design when Sam is walking through the house and like the video clips are playing. I guess it's Mrs. Colburn's voice that's singing like Hush Little Baby. I'm not sure, but I really like the cut that they did of it. I really enjoyed that. I appreciate the fact that he did the home videos. Yeah, it made me, everybody. once again, it made me think of um, Don't Breathe. When he went to sleep watching the home videos of his daughter. I know. The man wasn't sweet though. Um no, I don't condone anything that he did after that point. I he was he was right until he was wrong. But I do also have to say, okay, but I I also do like and this gave me the rage carry two vibes that Peyton video number three was playing on a loop in the living room. Did y'all hear it? Yeah. Yeah, it just kept playing on the loop, but that gave me the rage carry two vibes. But here's my thing. Why did Brady attack him? I don't think he was trying to attack him. His hands were tied, taped with the knife. Okay, I didn't notice. Okay, I didn't notice that his hands was tied. I was so lost. I'm like, because to me, like, it looked, after a while, obviously, you realize that Brady's actually trying to stop him from, like, killing him. But the initial lunch, I'm looking, now that, you know, after watching it the first time and you're going back looking for those clues, I'm trying to see, like, does it look like he's pushed out or, like, something like that? But I'm like, it literally does look like he does lunge at him. So if somebody lunges at me, bitch, we going to yeah toe. i don't but see the thing about it was it doesn't really look like he lunged at him it just looked like he popped up out of nowhere and his hands were tied but also he's automatically on guard turning around because peyton yelling sam watch out so you automatically gonna be on defensive this is true this is true but also, also i think he should have never saved her because now you kissing this bitch in the rain and she was fucking your best thank friend. you thank i had that same reservation because as soon as we got out the house, I just would have loved Brady where he was at. I would have at least freed you. I would have at least freed you from the van. And I would have been like, all right, peace. I'm out. You out. It is what it is at this point. So it, it depends on who's in the van. Um, Honestly, if it's somebody who I no longer date and you don't hurt my feelings, I'm going to get my car and I'm leaving. If it's one of y'all, then yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to open the van door. I'm going to be like, oh, shit, y'all in here? I'm going to, you know, get rid of the tape. And I'm be like, I'm leaving. If you want to jump in the car while I'm running, I'm not going to say all this. I'm just going to run. And if you follow me, that's on you. And if not, see your asses later. Mm-mm. But that's about as far as it's going. I also didn't like that for me. 
I knew that it was Brady underneath that mask because, like I said, I seen immediately that his hands were taped because why, as someone holding a knife, would you be like this? Like, he that was, makes no fucking sense. He was running That's like crazy this. Because I still, even to this day, I didn't clock that at all, that his hands are tied and he's holding it like that. And the first like, time, I was surprised like when killers. they unmasked him. Because if he wanted to kill him, what? he would. He was <laughs> when he came in, he was like this, and everything what? he was doing, he was kind of like just jerking it away instead of like. So he was trying not to impale himself mm-hmm. or old buddy. But after that, I was just like, "Why you got to stab him? Clearly, you pulled this from him, and he wasn't paying attention to the fact that he had to pull it between his grip fingers. Yeah, he didn't pull. But it like John A. said, like. He if didn't you're pull going off him. of what John they said, though, all that adrenaline, you're probably not paying attention to yeah. what you're doing he anyway. Didn't, yeah, he didn't pull the knife on his hand. The, the knife never left that boy's hands. The knife literally went like this, straight back into his chest. Oh, damn, I thought he pulled it out when he Mm-mm. was doing all that shit. Nope. And that's even stupider. You could have stabbed in a non-fatal shot. Do a fucking shoulder. Yeah, he would have lost mobility, but he wouldn't have fucking died. But there's nothing he could do at that point after that. And that's why once he was stabbed, his hands never moved. <laughs> Some shit's <were> taped. <laughs> no, I literally did not clock that like at all. But um, y'all know when people are injured, damn near fatally, you know, shaking them does not help the situation, right? Um, it's already fatal. It might well speed that shit up. Don't leave me. Shut the I hate people oh say this God. shit too. But then also, it was just the brothers for life for me. You should have just said Eskimo brothers for life. I just, you should have just went out with a bang. You should have, dad, had you lived. I feel like that's why I fucked your bitch. Because I mean, you Shut did the kill fuck me. up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You definitely killed me. So I want to make sure something hurt. I just, yeah, no. Sam a little too forgiving for me. Because, I mean, like, if I seen that I killed Peyton, I wouldn't be delighted. But also, like I said, I probably wouldn't have went back for him in the first place. But anyway, with Sam and Peyton defeated, Mr. Lee shows up and explains his actions. Remember when the four boys previously called Miss Colvin? She dropped her phone and she didn't hear the revelation that she had been pranked. So still convinced that there was an intruder in the house, Mrs. Colvin grabbed a gun and off reflex, accidentally shot her daughter, Izzy. Upon realizing what she'd done, Miss Colvin killed herself. The victors were Mr. Lee's wife and daughter, and he wanted to avenge their deaths. After all that exposition, Mr. Lee pulls a gun on Sam, and off screen, we hear the gun discharge. Sam wakes up, and he finds Peyton shot in the head, and himself holding the knife in one hand and the gun in the other. Sam is arrested by the police arriving at the scene. Mr. Lee successfully having framed Sam for killing Peyton and Brady out of jealousy after learning about the affair as well as the other murders. Ain't no way I wouldn't have went out like that. Sucks. I would not have. Because I would have left. Moral of story, when you ain't got no proof of life, just leave. How did y'all feel about the Miss Colvin reveal? I didn't really care. Same. Like, I think that's sad that you accidentally shot your daughter and then you just went ahead and shot yourself. But I'm just like, damn, that's... That's... Yeah. I mean, I, I was like, it sucks for you. 
but that was all I had for it. They should have. I feel have been more connected to them. Like it should have been more tidbits put in there of them or something. Something that makes me care. Because before, I mean, but also I'm insensitive. So let's not let's not forget who I am. Let's always keep that on brand. But I was like, damn, I get it. I get what happened. I don't need a good reason for. I don't need a good reason for um revenge though. You can steal my candy bar and I'm gonna fuck up your life. Shit, my main thought was, damn, his parents sure gonna be upset when they come home and see that house with a mess like that. Hey, that's a whole crime scene. They can't even come back in. Right. At this point. But, I mean, for me, I do like the reveal because considering the cold opening, that's all you think of it as. You don't think it's gonna come back. You don't think they're gonna... You think that's just the opening to introducing the boys as these pranksters. But I do like how they wrap it around with Mr. Lee being um, the husband and father. What I don't like, I guess, is the exposition that we get of like Mr. Lee literally standing there, towering over them and explaining all this. Because I feel like, why you ain't fighting? Yeah, he got a gun in his hand, but it's two of y'all. Even though you injured... Adrenaline. She's already a pussy ass bitch because she ain't like, call the cops. So I yeah, promise. like drop Brady and attack. Well, okay, this man. so maybe she did call the cops because that's why the cops showed up. Yeah, at the time that they did. But still, she yeah, fuck her. Also, they gave Sam way too many chances. They told this man drop the weapon so many times, and he did not. And they were so close range to him. And I just know, I'm just going to say it, and y'all know what I'm going to say. I just know if he was another color, it would not have... Oh, he'd have been shot before they came through the gate. Okay. Two weapons? Two? Oh, you gone. You gone, mister. Okay, and it's a body right there. It's two bodies, actually, because um, Jeff Mosley, little body back there, too. Like... No. Wrapping things up, Mr. Lee begins targeting a new teen prankster. And that was 2016's Don't Hang Up. Ratings. Don't Hang Up received a 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 78% of Google users liked this movie. What do you guys think about and rate Don't Hang Up? Um, It was cool. I didn't hate it. It was I. Right. It's kind of in the middle for me. Um, some parts were predictable. The twist of him revenging his wife and daughter, um, like Brittany, it was just like, eh, okay, I could have taken it or left it. Um, and some parts were predictable. And again, annoying white male teens. My God. But uh, yeah, it was, it was still alright. I gave it a fifty. Alright, do you want this one of them films that I probably would have watched it if it would have came up on on my own. So I ain't because I'd be watching some shit. Okay. With that being said, it's one of them films that I'd be like, okay, I'm glad I watched it, so I could have seen it because I like some of the shit that it was done. But then it was just, what's a good way to put this? It's like when you have sex. But you don't nut. So you're kind of like, eh. It was okay. But it could have been better. That's yeah. the kind of feeling it gives me. Yeah, that's the kind of feeling it gives me. Like, you you, you, 
you're glad you got on that ride and you, you get a little couple pumps and shit. But then you're just like, we could have took it a couple steps further. And it would have been amazing. And then you gotta go and finish yourself off. Exactly. So, because I had to go and finish myself off later, I would have to go watch another horror movie. I started watching The Host after this. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and give this one a smooth 58. In my opinion, I do think this movie is a bit long. Um, Part of the issue with that is we're kind of confined to one spot with two characters that, um, as Johnny said, um, annoying white male teenagers. And you can only take that so far. I would have liked if we spent a little more time with them as a group. And then maybe not seeing Jeff and Roy get um, abducted, abducted, but at least seeing like some type of inkling. Like we see a bit of Mosley, like we see a bit of him, but I wish they would have just, I don't know. I just wish they would have gave us a bit more of something else besides just us being inside of the house the entire time. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would be like, oh God, no, you wanted more screen time of annoying white male teens? but no i'm saying like yeah like i mean if that's i get it though i get it you know like yeah like i understand that's what i'm getting out the movie but if you're gonna do that like give me a because the thing is i don't feel bad for any of the characters like that's what y'all fucking get like i i do feel bad because y'all got framed i feel bad that sam got framed for killing brady and peyton but at the same time i'm like i mean I kind of don't feel bad. That's kind of what the fuck you get. So it either could have been you shot them or Brady shot them. You wanted to be Captain save So that's kind of what the fuck you get. And that's why I do mess with this movie. I like movies that kind of do this little thing. Even if it is with the annoying teenagers, I'm for that little um, trope and horror or whatever. So with that being said, I give this one 61 tickets. Don't save her. She don't want to be sick. Okay, for real, for real. Uh, But yeah, souvenir shop? I still feel bad for Sam now, low-key, because honestly, I feel like if they told him, she would have just broke up with Sam and kept fucking Brady. Like, and then that's fine. Then that's a friendship and a relationship broken. At least he wouldn't. Because you know they're going to... I don't know. He's a white male. So I don't know how they're going to treat him in the courts. But you know. But I don't know. That's that's he don't kind of five like bodies. bodies. That's five bodies. Cause he's going to do life. Yeah. Yeah. That's Peyton, Brady, Mosley, Roy, the parents. Apparently it was only one parent. So one of the parents survived. Oh, so i am curious as to how that plays out yeah because because clearly they would say but at the same time they don't know they we don't know if they ever seen mr Mm -hmm. and the mask is also because it's two the mask is also at the house because brady had it on but see if they describe what the killer was wearing and brady's dressed in that how do you explain that he changed his clothes yeah. Uh stage the scene. Yeah. And then got that. caught. You went very good. Yeah. But yeah, and that's another reason why I like mess with this movie too, because 
it makes you think about, okay, so no, BJ said this to me, and I should have brought this up earlier before I gave my rating, because that kind of makes me want to give it another score. Think about all the true crime things you watch, and just imagine if some shit like this actually happened, and the story they're telling you is not actually what the fuck happened. I'm like, damn, you right. Like, how do we really know that's really what the fuck? How we don't know that is people that's really out here that's good at framing shit. And they done got away with some shit. And we hear about some of them in true crime cases about mm -hmm. the ones that actually get caught. But things about the ones that didn't get caught. Especially before um, this grand old age of technology and biotechnology. Okay. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. I got a souvenir for Nay. What? Doorknobs. What if I want a fucking doorknob for? Because that's was... literally all you talked about the whole episode was the doorknob. <laughs> I, I can't believe you even asked that question. Like, literally, we could say take a shot every time you brought up the door. Or Get your vice. Or a lot. Yeah, we can literally say every time you brought it Because that really bothered me. <laughs> I mean, that's why, that's why I said, you know, I got one for you. We got some doorknobs. We can get a little colorful, yeah. have a little swirl in the metal or some shit, just so it won't fade when mm -hmm. you be using it a lot. Mm -mm. There we go. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I feel like I should have saved this for another movie, but I don't care. I want a voice transmitter that disguises your voice as Mr. Lee's because I love it. Okay. I can see that. I do you like, voices. like his voice. That's fine. I just don't I mean, like his voice. It's a voice. I do like voices. Y'all ready for these park announcements? Hell yes. That was four out of four of our April theme. Don't. Why did you do that? You can ride with us on our socials at the B180 Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was funny. You. But guys, survivors. We got a surprise for you guys. Next week, is, though. Is it a surprise for me? I said survivors. I'm a survivor. No. I'm into survival. No. Stop mistreating me. <laughs> <laughs> you are not mistreated, Brittany. Stop crying, wolf. Don't. 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 But that's the Bye. thing we're leaving. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.